Welcome to another edition of Leaders of Walmart. Today we have Zach Pollard with us. Good morning, Zach. How are you? Morning, Kristen. I'm well. How are you? Good. Thank you. So please give us an introduction to yourself and what you do with Walmart and a little bit of your Walmart story. Yeah. So uh, my name is Zach Pollard. I uh, currently work for the associates that operate our regional warehouses. Uh, regional warehouse program, fairly new. Uh, essentially, we're taking all our consi- uh, all of our fixtures, consolidating them into 32 warehouses, and then using those to uh, support our projects. Uh, what we used to call remodels, but now they're projects. Um, a little bit about my my Walmart story. I think much like a lot of the folks that that you talk with, you know, uh, I started as an hourly associate in a store, um, store number 11 in uh, Mountain Home, Arkansas. Um, started out in the garden center, uh, loading topsoil mulch, uh, worked in pets, worked in electronics, uh, was a cashier for a bit, uh, pushed carts, so, so a little bit of everything in the store. Um, after that, I, um, I went to college up at the U of A, got a couple degrees in engineering, and um, got a pretty good mentor there at the U of A. And um, he opened some doors for me, uh, knew some people that worked up at the home office. So I had quite a few conversations with those people. And uh, my first role at the home office was in um, civil engineering within real estate. So we were working with a bunch of civil engineers. This is back when we were still rolling out several new stores. Um, So worked with those folks to uh, develop a, you know, civil engineering standard specifications, things like that. Um, from the civil engineering role, I went into remodels. Uh, so it was project management remodels, spent some time there. And then I went into a, a strategy role within real estate. So what was our strategy? You know, we did a bunch of neighborhood market rollouts several years ago. So I was a part of that, uh, as well as uh, liquor box program, things like that. So um, that was that was pretty interesting. From there, I actually went back to remodels, uh, took a, a leadership role within project management, uh, had a team that that managed all the you know project management for for remodels uh, across the country. Um, after that, I actually got into the real estate side. So you know, uh, lease negotiations, working with landlords, uh, identifying new properties, proposing new stores, things like that. Uh, did that for about a year, uh, and then. Uh, ended up in my current role, which is uh, basically supply chain, but within real estate. So um, twists and turns all the way through um, different things here and there. So it's, it's been an uh, interesting journey for sure. I, I find it interesting as the more interviews I do, how many people, especially since I focus mainly on reality execution, how many people come into reality execution and they just never leave. They, they dabble in every little department and, and get their hands wet everywhere. So that's yeah. good. Thank you. So what did you do to stand out as you advanced in your career? Yeah, I think, you know, as I, as I talked through kind of what I've done throughout my career, um, there was a lot of stuff in there that, you know, when I first got into it, didn't, didn't know much about it. Right. Um, my background, civil engineering. So it's, it's dirt, it's water, it's roads, bridges, buildings, things like that. Uh, my first role with, within Walmart was, you know, kind of related to that. But then as I progressed in my career, I was doing things that, you know, they really made me uncomfortable. So I, I think the the one thing that I would, I would say that helped me stood out was just being comfortably uncomfortable, right? So moving into those positions, you didn't know much about, but you're going to go in there and you're going to learn a lot of stuff, right? And, and the more you learn, uh, you know, Walmart's a huge company. So the more you learn, um, the better you're going to be able to, 
to advance into different roles as you as you go throughout your career. Fantastic. So what was one mistake you made in the in these travels and what did you learn from it? Yeah, I think uh, one of the, the biggest mistakes I made, uh, it was back when I was still doing the, the civil engineering side. Um, you know, Lee Scott had just made the announcement about uh, the sustainability goals we had as a company. And uh, we were all searching for things on how do we become more sustainable? How do we become a regenerative company? Um, and I, I found a product uh, and it was a, it was a plastic retaining wall, right? So um, this company would take scraps from the automotive industry and they would recycle it in a retaining wall. So retaining walls, you'll see them at stores, right? Um, they, they hold back a bunch of dirt behind you so you can get closer to the property lines, things like that. Uh, but this one was plastic, right? And it was all recycled materials. So I was like, oh, that's, that's a really cool idea. So we'll do a test. Um, we did two stores. We actually did a neighborhood market uh, up, up near Pinnacle um, and did a small little two or three foot tall wall. Uh, and then we went a little bigger at a store in Kansas. Uh, and that wall was like 20, 25 feet or something like that. Um, and we installed the wall. And then not long after that, it, it, it failed, right? So it fell down. Uh, not good. Um, but when we did the test, we made it so if it did fail, it wouldn't be a disruption of business, um, but it would it would cost some money to fix. So it was a fairly expensive fix, uh, fairly expensive error. Um, but I think the one thing that that I learned from that is don't be afraid to take calculated risk, right? Um, and if you're gonna fail, fail fast. So took the calculated risk. We put it in a spot where it wouldn't impact operations if it did fall or, or fail. Um, and then you know as soon as we figured out it failed, we moved on. Uh, we learned from our mistakes and we, and we did something different, you know? So I think a lot of times being, you know, if you're trying to be at, out in, ahead of the curve, uh, there's a good chance you're going to go off that curve, fall off that curve, and you'll have to pick yourself back up and pivot and, and do something else. So, so really failing and, and fail fast. So what advice would you give someone trying to get promoted into a leadership role? Yeah. So looking back at, at kind of my previous answers, I think all that, helped me get to where I am today. Uh, the first one being, you know, picking up a mentor. Um, so, so early in my career, I got a mentor. They can really help you open some doors and, um, you know, help you navigate some roadblocks as they pop up. Uh, the second piece, you know, I'd say is being comfortably uncomfortable, right? Don't be afraid to, to reach out and do things that, that you may not know a lot about. Um, as you do that, you're going to learn a lot and that'll help, that'll help advance your career. Uh, and then finally, you know, taking calculated risk. So um, risk is 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 good, right? Uh, taking calculated risk, it, it helps you move beyond things. And um, I just can't figure out what to say there. What advice would you give to someone trying to get promoted into a leadership role? Yeah, so, so thinking back through my last kind of the answers to the questions you, you posed earlier. Um, I'd say the, the first one, right, is, is pick up a mentor. Um, you know, early in my career, I had a mentor and he really opened, helped me open up some doors and, and remove some roadblocks along the way. Um, the second thing I would say is don't, don't be afraid to be comfortably uncomfortable, right? Um, do things that aren't necessarily in your wheelhouse. Uh, you'll learn a lot and you'll, you know, continue to advance. Uh, and finally, you know, just, just taking a calculated risk. Um, don't be afraid to fail. That's how you progress uh, in, in any business, right? As you learn from your failures, you move on. So fail and fail and fail fast.
Awesome. So what do you believe is the biggest challenge for today's leaders to overcome? And what would your advice for overcoming it be? Yeah, so I think one of the biggest challenges today is is probably pace of change, right? And and how you communicate that change to your team. Um, you know, you can't you can't be afraid to make a decision. Uh, I think throughout every, anybody's career, right? There's times when they get caught up in bureaucracy and things drag out, uh, and it takes a while to get a decision. But um, you know, you, you just can't be afraid to make a decision. I often tell my teams, uh, I'd rather see them make a hundred decisions in a day and ten of them be wrong then make 10 decisions in a day and all of them be right. Um, so, you know, the quicker you can, you can keep up or the quicker you make decisions, uh, that'll help you keep up with the change. Uh, and then second to that is, is how you communicate that change to your team. Um, you know, I, I've, I've seen many different ways of people communicate and change uh, from, you know, just being very direct to almost, you know, communication by fear, right? Do this or else. Um, but I, I find it best to help under, help people understand the why, right? Um, so any type of change that happens, if you help them understand the why, you'll get, you'll get better by it and better results from that. Okay, we've, we've seen a lot of change over the last year during this pandemic. So being on the forefront of it doesn't make it any easier. Well, thank you for joining us today, Zach. It has been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Leaders of Walmart. To join in the conversation and meet some great leaders in our company, follow along in the workplace group, Leaders of Walmart. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.